Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com She's the founder of Six Seven Rages and the host of Coffee with Romina, or AKA RM Podcast. At the same time, she holds the president chair for FSCJ SHRM Student Chapter, and recently she launched NEFL Negotiation Club. Please welcome Romina Mahumentaj. Hey, Hi, Romina. how are you? <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Are we good on the audio? Yes, okay, perfect. Let's see here. Hi guys, my name is Romina Muhammadai, and we're actually going to talk on this presentation about ways how to monetize your podcast. I know as podcasters, we love what we do. We spend a lot of time on editing, you know, doing the whole back end of the process for the podcasting before we even launched an episode. Therefore, I wanted to actually Go ahead and talk a little bit more about ways how we can even we can monetize podcasts to begin with. So first and foremost, to give you a little bit more information about me, who is Romina? Well, um, I'm the founder of Six Seven Radius. I do have a weird long last name, so let's not even get to it. Let's just stick with the Romina part. I am the producer and host of Coffee with Romina podcast, as well as the president for Florida State College Jacksonville Society Human Resource Management, which is a big HR chapter, international HR chapter, and I lead the student chapter for the college here. And I come from a sales and negotiation background. I've worked sales pretty much my, my entire life. I'm Albanian originally, and I moved to America at 17 years old by myself. I've worked sales back with my family and I've worked sales my whole life in America. And I love road trips and I love meeting new people, especially meeting the new people. I feel like that's a really great thing for podcasting, right? So to give you a little bit idea about me, when I first launched the podcast, I launched it just because I had this amazing idea of launching a podcast. So I didn't really put too much thoughts into it. I'm the type of person that if I have an idea, I just take action. So we can all make fun of the logo on the left side where it's RM Podcast FL. It's the very beginning logo. And for the longest time, that's what the podcast was called. But now it's called Coffee with Romina Podcast, which is a podcast about business and life. And we interview professionals of different careers where we ask them fundamental questions on how to overcome career and personal obstacles. Because I believe no matter how much you try to separate those two together, you are one individual at the end of the day. So one of my biggest takeaways from the whole podcasting experience to begin with is you cannot run a podcast as a hobby and expect to be expect to be a CEO. Therefore, in order for you to monetize your podcast and be able to bring revenue to the table from your podcasting platform, you have to actually treat podcasting as a business product or you have to treat it as a business on its own. If you're just running your podcast because you really love what you're doing, that's amazing if that is your plan. But if you're looking to monetize your podcast, as a matter of fact, you have to think strategically to it. Maybe you need to do some research and development stages and then maybe you need to figure out a really great strategy of how to actually make the podcast a little bit more, you know, um, interesting and more attractive. But today we're actually going to talk about ways how to monetize your podcast. Well, um, there's three very general rules. There's a lot more, but I actually wanted to highlight the three of those. 
The very first one is selling ads. We're all very familiar with this as we produce podcasts or listen to podcasts. We actually hear ads of different companies pretty much inputting themselves in every podcast possible out there. But it's not easy sometimes to actually go ahead and sell ads. Um, there is ways you would be able to reach out to specific companies that you love to partner up, that your culture, mission, and vision of the podcast actually aligns with the company's uh, you know, main core principle and you'd be able to maybe do an agreement or a partnership with the company prior to even launching the podcast so that would be the reach out or you'd be able to sell those at times time slots um, another way how you'd be able to monetize the podcast not a lot of people are familiar with this but you can also create an ad for your own services and products that you're selling within your own podcast because not only you are wearing the expert hat whenever you're talking on your episodes that being the solo episodes interviewing style with a co-host or whatever type of style podcast you have, you'd be able to actually insert your own ads within the um, the podcast episode itself, and you can treat it as it's outsourcing ads. A lot of times, uh, listeners don't actually realize that you're selling your own product, but that's a really great way to input yourself in the system as well towards making that sale and increasing the exposure for the product that you're selling or the services. Um, the third one that I'd actually like to highlight a lot is the partnership with the guests. This is a really great strategy to actually monetize your podcast that a lot of people unfortunately do not even practice or are not even aware of that. That's why I wanted to actually take a little bit of time today and break down the whole funnel that I go through myself for my own podcast in order to increase partnerships within my own guests. So my monetization stays away from, from, you know, converting the audience uh, from other people's ads, I I use the strategy two and strategy three for myself because I have my own ad within my podcast, which I have somebody else's voice in it because this way it also looks as a partnership and you definitely want the audience to have a break from your voice, um, I would say, whenever they're listening to the episode. So my way and my successful strategies are two and three, but I definitely want to highlight the the third part today, partnerships with the guests. So like I mentioned earlier, I do come from a sales background and everything in my brain just functions in a funnel. In a sales funnel, we have leads, decision makers, pitches, and sales because that's how you'd be able to pretty much go through the whole funnel itself. Well, for the podcasting world, um, the same funnel that you'd have leads, decision makers, pitches, and sales, I actually converted that into the introduction, the pre-podcast interview setup, the interview setup, and the post-interview setup. And this way you'd be able to follow each a funnel, funnel bracket step by step that um, I've created, and you guys are more than free to use the same method um, in order for you to grow that partnership with the guests because you really are an expert in one area or another. It can be different type of industries. I'm myself, I'm into the sales and negotiation world. Somebody can be into the fitness world. Somebody else can be into e-commerce. So there's a lot of industries out there that you'd be able to help out and be able to partner up. I actually was able to teach the same system to a company um, that works for social media uh, marketing recently, and they're doing really great at it because their podcast is strictly based on that end. And that's how they'll be able to increase that partnership with the guests and be able to sign up new contracts or maybe work on new projects. So let's get right to that. What does the introduction step intakes? Well, the introduction step, really, you need to make 
aware your guest, who you are, number one. And number two, you absolutely need to position yourself as the expert of the field of whatever you're talking because nobody's going to want to invest time because time is something you don't get back. Nobody, no profession is going to invest time actually into somebody that doesn't take their job serious. So like we mentioned earlier, if you treat your podcast as a product of your business, then that's when you'd actually be able to think everything very more strategically. So in the introduction, in the introduction setup, that being through LinkedIn, that being through an email or whatever platform, I have these two pages that I actually introduce myself to the guest. I say, hey, my name is Ramina Mohamedai. Here's my one-page bio. Here's some cool facts about my podcast. I love your bio. I love what you've done so far. Or I loved an article that you read. Um, is there a way we can actually schedule um, a meetup in, like a meetup call to get to know each other a lot more and see if you'd be a really great fit for the podcast. I'd love to get a chance to know you more and what you do and see how we can even collaborate together. So the introduction step, I already positioned myself as the expert of the field. I already introduced myself with the flyers. I have the website, of course. I have the podcast, everything on the back end. It's good. So also with the CEOs, once you research, once you Google my name, everything else will come up as well. But that one for the first time contact, just like we teach it on the sales, the icebreakers, it's absolutely very important in order for you to create a really good icebreaker and create a really good first um, impact as well. Now, after you've reached out to your guest that you're looking to get on your podcast, uh, you have the pre-podcast interview set up. The pre-podcast interview set up is very important. I do this with every single person that comes in my podcast. Um, the interviews are not just the first time that we meet. We actually would have at least one to two meetings before the interview because I absolutely want to make sure that every interview that I produce, the quality of it, it's never less than perfect because I definitely want to make sure that the material that we cover, it's something that would be able to listen to a year or two years down the road and definitely uh, be good material. So uh, number one, we, of course, the introduction interview, we get to know each other as well as you get to build an impulse because you're telling the person of how who you are the expert. You're selling yourself, you're selling your services or products at the same time, not necessarily pitching it, but just making the guest aware of what you actually do. And um, you also go ahead and, you know, mention uh, the packages maybe that you have to sell maybe the guest needs one or two services from it so therefore you'd be able to pitch it another great question that i came to find out is if you ask the guest this episode will be successful to you if we achieve what so can you define define that for me this way you open the door for the guest to tell you exactly what they're looking to get out of this episode of course you allow them a call to action segment at the at the episode i decide to do mine at the very end just before i ask my very final question which is always what is your definition of success but this allows the guest to actually have a really simple call to action for their services as well because they took their time of the day to talk to you and bring to the table their intellectual asset that you'd be able to have it on a podcast episode platform, right? Uh, well, you also set proper expectations for the interview. So for myself, it would be, uh, I don't cover anything that has to do with politics or current events. Uh, the reason being is because I, I cover information so much prior. So right now, for example, we have enough interviews all the way till August. Uh, therefore, I try to stay away from current events, maybe something generic that is happening, but not a specific current event or politics included 
um, in the conversation. Those two things I stay away, so I make the guest aware of that as well. And follow-up email with suggested episodes and agreements. So first and foremost, you definitely want to make sure that legal way you are covered on that end because the guest is actually sharing their intellectual asset on your episode. So I have my guest sign an agreement form saying that they agree for the episode to be recorded, number one. Number two, for the episode to be used on a podcasting platform for Coffee with Romina. As well as I says, there's no fee to be a part of it. But if you would like to donate towards the podcast production, you're absolutely more than welcome to. And that's where they get the options of how they would be able to make any donation that they would like. But also they get a follow-up email for with the agreement. The follow-up email typically would be, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Um, here's also a, a couple of different episodes that I think would be really good for you to listen to. So this way you get a full understanding and a full vibe of the episode. And here's the cool thing too, because you definitely don't want to set always the same, you know, podcast episodes to every single person. Uh, what you'd be able to do is after you've done that pre-interview with the guest, uh, you'd be able to kind of see what industry they're in, what field they're in, what they love talking about. So you can send suggested episodes that you've already done that would be somehow related to their industry, number one. And number two, if you already have interviewed one of their connections, you can absolutely go ahead and make sure that you can include one of their connections interview on the email as well. So it would be, of course, with a shortcut. Um, so, for example, in this one, I say build your empire with bricks and not send. That's a solo episode. So I suggested this to my guest at the email template, um, avoiding disasters, uh, Dr. Glob Tiborski, it was a mutual connection. That's why I put that in there. Uh, the philosophy, the psychology of persuasion and overcoming fear of negotiation and building connection. So right from there, you can kind of see that we're talking about negotiation, sales, persuasion. So you can assume that the future episode with this guest is going to be something on those lines as well. That's why you want to make sure you adopt the um, email template, the email that you're going to send out with the, you know, the industry that the guest is in as well. So what actually happens on the podcast interview? Well, here's the cool thing. The podcast interview, you have to make sure you bring your A game. You have to make sure you've conducted enough research for the guests. So if they've written any books, any articles, if they've done any podcast interviews in the past, social media posting or website, go ahead and do research for it. So this way you'd be able to build specific questions for the guest. Number one, you definitely don't want to be repetitive for every single episode because that's how you'd be able to lose the interest of the audience. You def don't want to do that. You want to adapt the questions as much as possible to the guest itself. And you want to highlight the guest because without the guest, let's just be honest, um, if you have an interviewing style podcast, you wouldn't really have a podcast without the guest. So the research process itself, it is a process that does take some time. That's why uh, it goes, at least for me, the turnaround time it, from the pre-interview process to the actual interview process, it's about 22 to 30 days. So always make sure you allow yourself the time frame in it to be able to be covered for the research part of it. You have to educate yourself on also how to ask amazing questions because um, if you this is your first podcast ever and if you've never interviewed somebody, you just want to make sure that you educate yourself. You're asking really open-ended questions, really good questions that are opening the conversation for more. And even though, also another tip that I can give, even though you'd be able to build like uh, prior questions, something that you want to be cautious with is not necessarily make it a very uh, Q&A uh, setup. You definitely want to have an open conversation setup. And don't be afraid to ask deep questions. You'd be surprised of how much really, you know, the guests would be able to talk to you. 
and pitch your products throughout the conversation. Somehow find the product or the services that you're selling and mention it during the conversation because that would be absolutely very beneficial. And this way you'd be able to build a better connection with the guest. You would put yourself as the expert of the field and you would just be able to, the, the guest and the audience will know like, hey, like for example, Romina is really good at sales and negotiations, so she knows what she's talking about. So also you have to build everything strategically. So you aced the game, right? Perfect. Congratulations. You've done a really great job for the interview. Now, how do you really create that partnership with a guest? How do you really create those contracts? Maybe a one-time partnership or maybe a product or the services that you're selling. It'd be something that the guests can absolutely benefit for their company or they know a connection that they can definitely go ahead and refer you to, right? Well, before you even go to the post post podcast production. Um, after the interview itself, you definitely want to talk to the guest and say, hey, this is what I actually ex- I'm an expert on. Uh, do, you, do you or your business need such services? I would love to help you out. How about we actually have uh, a meeting one-on-one for actual partnership? Maybe I would be able to help you with my services and maybe I'll be able to, you know, um, take advantage of your services as well if you're looking, if you're like, if you're in the market for their business. Um, if they say no, it's still perfectly fine. Most of the time they will say yes, depending again, if the industry, cause you have to make sure that you're, you're hitting the right niche market, uh, for your guest partnerships, because that's where you'd be able to get those contracts or you'd be able to have a client on a retainer fee. If that's a no, it's perfectly fine because what you can do is you can do an email follow up with them. Once the episode is launched, of course, with the episode artwork and the link, if, um, if they know anybody else that would be really great for the podcast, you can absolutely suggest the, you know, ask them, say, Hey, is there any one of your connections that you think would be a really great fit for such podcast? I would love to actually connect with them. And if they ghosted you because it happens, unfortunately, you can always follow up with an article or an email that or an article or a book that uh, made, made you think of them. Uh, because at least for me, uh, we, I've interviewed over 250 guests at this point. Um, and for me, it's every article, it can resemble one way or another with one of my guests because they come from different industries, right? Well, you can just do a follow-up article or an email and pay attention to their projects too, because remember how I said earlier, go ahead and ask them, uh, a, you know, call to action setup, say, allow them to talk to you pretty much and say, what's in your exciting project that you work, that they're working on and what would they like their call to action to be? Well, pay attention to that because they're pretty much telling the audience and you at the same time on what project they're working on. Therefore, you'd be able to input yourself in a project if that's something that you're an expert on. And always offer free advice. There's absolutely nothing wrong with offering free advice. And another thing that you can do is the jab, jab, hook. Because sometimes we get in our own heads and we feel like if we're telling the guests too much or if we're telling the audience too much, we're actually giving away all this knowledge that we have and we're not really charging individuals and we're not monetizing the podcast one way or another. But it's the jab, jab, hook. You absolutely have to build credibility and have to position yourself with the expert hat in order for, you know, for you to build uh, the proper position and authority for somebody to trust you with the services. So something that I actually want to focus on interviewing books, uh, this books, you guys can take a picture of this, but this books are really great books, not only for interviewing, but these are really amazing books when it comes to thinking business development, connection, and creating an amazing, really uh, great, you know, partnership with your guests um, as well. Well, I would highlight one of my favorites for this one is, of course, how to make friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie is the best. And if it comes to sales, because at the end of the day, when you're looking at the partnership with the guests that you're trying to, you know, 
to finalize, you're looking to really go ahead and pitch yourself for your services or your products and be able to close a contract partnership or a temporary, a one-time project with them, right? So if you're looking to actually improve your cell system within you, you uh, these are the books that I absolutely suggest as well. Chris Voss, FBI hostage negotiator, really great book. You have Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where Kiyosaki itself speaks about liability and assets and the importance of it in the business. Jim Camp, starting with no, if you get told no from a guest or, you know, a, a lead pretty much, just like I broke it down earlier with the sales funnel. If you get told no, it's okay. No just means next or no means just not yet. And um, you cannot job, job, hook again, like I mentioned earlier, but you cannot talk about sales and not mention Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar, it's amazing, you guys. So I definitely suggest it to you. So I know I'm kind of covering everything because I definitely want to be respectful to the time and make sure that I'm not extending it. But you might be asking yourself and you might be like, okay, Romina, like this just sounds too much information. And I know it is, guys, because I'm pretty much dropping down all my, you know, my system that I use for my own business um, in a short matter of time. But I know to tell you such a setup works because if you try to create a partnership with your guests, which a lot of major businesses right now are actually doing, and not a lot of people talk about it because it's a new setup that people don't really want to expose and just say, hey, you can actually do one, two, three, four, because again, you need to re re be really great at connection, partnership, and sales to go ahead and close those partnerships at the end of the day. But has this worked for me? Absolutely. Um, I've been able to get multiple clients on a monthly retainer fee or a project based because of the setup that I've been doing towards partnering up with my guests of the podcast. I've been able to get paid public speaking events. And mind you, I started my business actually last June, so June of 2020, because of COVID. Um, I was working as a marketing project manager for a big real estate company. And when COVID broke, unfortunately, there was no job for me. So I was able to start my own business and it works. It hasn't even been a full year for me. And let me tell you, the system works. And I'm also continuously onboarding new clients and new projects. I've been on national TV and magazine publications during the lockdowns with uh, online interviews. We've hit uh, Apple podcast charts, like internationally so far on how to an educational podcast genre, as well as I launched an online course on sales. Um, I'm not screaming inside him anymore because before I even finalized, uh, before I even actually found out this whole system of how to actually monetize your podcast through partnerships, nobody was sitting out there and telling me what to do. So I didn't have somebody giving me a presentation on this step-by-step, -step, just like I'm giving it to you guys. Therefore, I was really mad. But once I found out what I needed to do, now I feel a lot better. So something else that I wanted to cover for you guys, um, I know I kind of covered quick, so we're really good on time, as a matter of fact. Um, but if you do want to connect with me, please feel more than free to do so. Um, I know it's a little cheesy, but everywhere you can find me with Connect with Romina. My name is R-O-M-I-N-A. So connectwithromina.com is my domain, as well as on social, you can find me Connect with Romina. feel absolutely more than free to do so there. And um, I also touched base on the sales portion, you guys. So I know it's through a system, through a funnel setup that I actually broke it down. And if you would like to take advantage of the sales course that I was able to launch towards breaking down the sales funnel through sales and negotiations, so you'd be able to see exactly how to go from, you know, a lead, so just an introduction with a guest, all the way to the partnership, to the sale at the end of the equation, to the contract, or however you want to call it, you're more than free to go to connectwithromina.com slash courses using Romina code for 20% off for the sales course. And therefore, you'd be able to... um 
to get the course as well. Let me see here. Okay, I think I did good on time. I try to cover as much as possible here, so we're good. <laughs> yes, that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing with us with us that those wonderful knowledge and also the system. And the biggest takeaway that I had today was if you want to treat it like a business, you have to, you know, if you want to make monetize it, if you want to monetize your podcast, you have to treat it like a business rather than passion. So thank you for sharing that with us. Your system is clearly something that we could take upon on. So, and you've mentioned it was a lot for us to absorb and like, you know, deal with. So how do you, I have just one question. How do you suggest that, we start up on that kind of system or model like where do we begin because that's a lot of things to do so where do we like sit down and okay this is what i'm gonna do first so yeah absolutely so what you can do for example like i mentioned i'm in the sales and negotiation world so i focus into you know helping my clients and my students teaching sales and negotiation tactics improving their wholesale system you know yada yada like i can go into details but that's the superficial of it right so that's my industry whenever i talk to my guests uh, whenever i have the pre-introduction i make sure that i do mention that but you also have to make sure that you have set up pl plans or services that you already sell. So whenever you're introducing with the gas that you're trying to bring on your show, you can say like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm an expert of one, two, three, four. This is what I do. I would love to learn more about you as well. And you can ask them like, Hey, is there anything that you think, you know, maybe something that I'm really good at would be beneficial for your businesses. So this way you'd be able to do that research and development setup prior to and hit, not necessarily pitch it, but highlight it and bring it to the table whenever you're talking to the guest. Because if you just say, oh, I'm, I'm good at sales. And, you know, if they say, okay, Romina, you're good at sales, but like, what do you do? Well, I coach sales. Okay, but how many other people are out there that are coaching sales? What's your system that you follow? What's your exact setup that you follow? So if you do that research prior to and you already have your business plan, you know, or your services that you offer down to the niche, you'd be able to one, two, three, four, or just say, I sell three packages that include this. So you have to do that work prior to actually getting to the, uh, you know, to the pre-interview uh, with the guest. I hope I answered your question there. Yes, you did. And I also thank you. I also appreciate the knowledge that you've given us to, to take the time to actually have a pre-interview, you know, yes. like the three times that you're going to talk to your guests to understand where they're going. That really net, the networking part of that really just works well because I tried doing that with my own podcast and I only just get, give 30 minutes of pre-introduction. So rather than doing that, I'd probably do the, the few more meetups yeah. before do the whole entire episode. Well, you have to think of it like this too, because the podcast, once you launch the podcast, it's always going to be there. The episode is always going to be there and your name is always going to be stand there. I'm a big believer on aligning my, the energy with my guest, making sure that what we produce is really good. So if I don't get to know my guest prior to, or if we don't have that one-on-one in the connection, um, I've turned down guests because we, I just couldn't see having a quality conversation with them. So if I cannot have a one-on-one -on -one quality conversation, how I'm going to be able to have that quality conversation into a podcast platform that I'm, you know, having my podcast pretty much be an expert for, you know, helping people overcome career and personal obstacles. So you, you have to make sure that you have that connection with the guests. If you're just there trying to, you know, uh, just launch an episode, 
maybe that's the glitch so i would focus a lot on maybe re-strategizing because you can just do one just one different thing that would just change the whole path of your podcast and business success yes that's one thank you see that's something i've learned today and i would love to thank you for your time and joining us today so you were wonderful you're great thank you so much and i think after this guys um, romina will be holding a session on the hop and app if you have questions you can have interactions with her over at the sessions on the hop in app so thank you Romina I won't take I won't hold you for so long you can go to your hop in and we'll see you next time thank you so Sounds much perfect. this podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab Australia's independent video and podcast company we do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to we make podcasts easy book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com